Welcome to the Spartan Factory, brought to you by Beyond the Big Ten. I'm BJ Cunningham. I got my man Jarrell Worthy with me. What up, Word? My dog, what's good? What's good? My dog, glad glad to be back with you, bro. Glad to be back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got my Missed my you, Ohio man. brother in the building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. We're trying to, yeah. you know, pick up where we yeah. left off. Yeah. Speaking well, of Ohio. They done left let's us get, off Let's, let's get into it. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Spartans, we faced the Buckeyes this weekend. Ooh. All right. In the shoe. Ooh. My hometown, you know, back in the day, your boy, 10 for 150 in a tub. You know, I'm going to start you off with something happy. Say. Yeah, but the, the dessert going to be a little salty, though. That boy went crazy in the shoe back in the day. <laughs> he hey. went crazy in the crazy shoe, bro. We won <laughs> senior year, worst junior year. So it was his last year playing. Little senior, little senior, after that. senior minus, yeah. little senior plus, something yeah, like that. Yeah, probably senior year. <laughs> But now we went in there and handled business. Um, my dog, Kurt, got me our only touchdown in the back of the end zone. It was great. It was, it was great a crazy to, uh, tug, too, though. Yeah, it was great to be back in the shoe, man, doing my thing, all the homies and fam. How did it feel when you was out there, man? Did you have a lot of uh, family at the game? or You know what I'm saying? You're, how did it feel when you was playing Ohio State, being from Ohio? Dude, when we was – man, you already know, uh, you know, being from Ohio, we had a couple – you know, Wayne graduates go up that way. Uh, you know, Braxton, Marcus, uh, Marcus Freeman, Braxton Miller trying to have, you know, mm-hmm. coming from Wayne. But I was hyped, bro, because, you know what I'm saying, I felt like, you know, being an Ohio kid at some point in time, I felt like it, I had got passed up. And, bro, it was all – I'm telling you, man, it, it, when I got a chance to play them dudes, it was it was – it was like blood in the water, bro. I don't know if y'all remember me before pregame, dude. I was in the corner on some real emotional ass shit, and I just was really like, like hot head. You know what I'm saying? Um, breathing, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just felt like I wasn't even. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't even be in the building. And so, bro, we went out there and destroyed them dudes, man. I, I can't even lie to you. We had a lot of family out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, had to talk to had to talk to Mr. Felino. You know, Dino about all them tickets, Dino. man. He got me together though, man. So. We end up uh, making sure that all the family was in the building. I'm telling you, man, like being an Ohio boy at Michigan State, going into the shoe, playing against Ohio State, you're going in with a chip on your shoulder, man. I remember we went into the game. It was my senior year. Kirk came up to me like, hey, I'm feeding you. Like, and he did. I had, mm-hmm. like I said, 10 for 150. We had a broken down play. We had a uh, – it was a bootleg to the right on like the – probably like their 40 or 50-yard line. Um Kirk rolling out to the right. I had run a stutter comeback. He was getting pressured. He had to move it out. Missed the play. He pointed me over to the end, to the middle of the end zone. He launched that mug in the middle of the end zone. I went over top of the DB. I think it was uh, Travis Howard, number seven. Yeah, number seven, Travis Howard. Mm-hmm. And I, I uh, went up there, got the ball, uh, came down. I, looked, I pointed at all the homies in the stairs. I had like 30 tickets in the front <laughs> row. My um, homies, all my homies for the crib, everybody yeah. was there. You know, we went to the freshman. Hey, let me get your tickets. Let me get your tickets. Let me get your tickets. They went, yep. You yep. know what I'm saying? They had people coming. So it just felt good to go in there and handle business. But, man, man, we didn't do that this weekend, man. We're on the reality, man. The reality. 38 to 3. We went into the shoe. I'm not saying I had super high hopes going in, but you know I thought we was going, you know, get get double digit, double figures, you know, double digits, at least mm-hmm. ten touchdown yep. in a, a field goal. But to be held to three points and lose by 35 and give up 38 points, man, it was just it was crazy to watch. 
you know, I had my gear on. I was out ready to ready for somebody to come talk something to me. You know, I, I was out rapping. But yeah, how'd you yeah. feel, man? How did how how did that make you feel? You know, going in there and us not really handling our business like that. Dude, I was I was upset uh, just because, man. Like we keep getting these big stages. I'm trying to think about how many prime times the Michigan State Spartans have had this year, where we are literally the prime time show on Fox. Um, you know, we had a chance to sign that huge media deal with the Big Ten, man. So we are on display, and you know, I think for us, man, we would only have a couple prime time games during our tenure, um, and then it it, it, fin- it finished. Um, we had some upper ones once we got a little older, but. I mean, these guys are performing primetime games each and every week. And regardless whether or not the season is, is going the right way, to, regardless who the coach is, the guys that are supposed to be the dogs have to find ways to show up. And I just feel like, man, I mean, we just not even – we're not even competitive. And it's not even the way the players are, are working. Our scheme is beyond, like, awful. Like – I mean, everything that in which, you know, from offensively, defensively, the scheme is just just god-awful. And I've seen, you know, I've had glimpses of that all the year, man, where we've, you know, had some strides. But I'm telling you, dude, it's not the lack of talent, dog. I, I, I really, truly believe that these kids are not being developed at the level that they're supposed to be developed. And the situational football, bro, I mean – we we've already lost seven games this year. And so it was a situation where we is fourth and two or fourth and one. And instead of just going forward, like we kicked a field goal. Like I'm sitting here, I'm like, dude, we down 21. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, it's like, I can respect if we using all of, you know what I'm saying? Our energy out there to, to make plays. And right now, dude, we're so conservative on every single level of the sport, of the of the from coaching to, you know, players to everything. It's so conservative, and it and if and it just bothers me, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah, man. Honest, it looks like I'm. I'm. You're right. When we putting up three points on the board in a in a college football game. We can't score a touchdown in a college football game. We not scheming something. Come on, we get, what's what's up with the uh? You got all week to script your first thirty, forty, twenty five plays. You telling me none of them plays can get you down the field? Just march you down the field? You don't need, bro. You watch the Army Navy games. They don't got a five star players. They be moving the ball down the field. Moving the they, ball. That's their scheme, and they stick to their scheme. And that it always. Remember we were talking about uh, earlier, an identity, bro. I was watching – once again, I'm watching our games, and it, we don't have an identity. And that comes from not having any sort of scheme. It feels like we're just out there just willy-nilly. Mm-hmm, let's just go yeah. – all right, let's try this and see if this works. Just throwing – you know what I'm saying? So I feel like we're not putting our players um, in the best position to make the plays that they feel like they can make at at their level. Um, and it's just really tough to watch. But, hey, my hopes are up. Our hopes are up for them. But we got we got Indiana this week. But what we can't do is come out here feeling sorry for ourselves, thinking the season's over. All right, I don't know if we're eligible to get into a bowl game. We no, aren't we? No, 
Nah, we nah, end up so we end up letting over. that go this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, but I I think the biggest thing for us, like we talked about, bro, is just being competitive. Like you know, what Dave mentioned earlier this year about keeping that transfer portal tape hot, or you know, honestly for us, if you guys want to have, I would say the right coach, you got to look attractive too. Now, like you can't be in a situation yes. where you know the AD and every ball the administrators are trying to go out and recruit the right guy. And you have guys that are just just laying down on Saturdays. Like what we talking about before, if you're a dog, you got to be a dog then. So at the end of the day, bro, going out there, you have to find ways to compete, put up numbers, right? If you are, you know, get the tough stops, you know what I'm saying? Even if you might lose, you want to still rough the game up. I mean, these guys were just out there like it was fast Fridays. And so you already know how it go, like – I mean, it was just a you know whatever they wanted to do in the playbook they they was they were able to do that. They were, and I'm gonna keep it real. Offensively, 92 yards passing. We had 50, 60 yards rushing. Bro, that is just that's that's in a Division One Power Conference football game. That's getting dominated, man. Yeah. Like on, and what we, we always said, it start up front. Mm-hmm. Everything starts up front. If we're not getting, we're not getting any push. We can't get any run. We can't get any run. It's not going to open up the pass. It's a yep. domino effect, and that's what I was saying earlier about getting those plays, receivers getting the ball because all that stuff has to happen in order for you to move the ball down the field. If if we can't get any push, we can't run. If we can't run, we can't move the ball down the field in the air because nobody's going to be scared of our uh, air attack because they know they know it's coming because we can't run the ball. So it's. Like Werve was saying, we gotta we gotta come out and not be so predictable. I mean, I do kind of like our first play play action on for that. It kind of got me, you know. I was like, ooh, okay, you but know. But but you're right. That's what you're supposed to be doing, though. Gotta you know do what I'm saying? It. And you're supposed to be doing that every play. If you feel as a coach, you know, we've been in situations where we faced guys that we felt like might have had, you know, a couple more guys than we had in the, in our in our group. You feel what I'm saying? Like at every position. They might have been, you know, solid. You know, they might have been in a position where, you know, we can't just throw all our best guys because they might have their best guys and then have a couple backups that are, you know what I'm saying, just as as well. But you've played with good offensive coordinators. You've played with good coaches. You've played even with Coach D'Antonio, who is not an offensive guru. He will still be out there in a situation saying, hey, man, we got to take a shot, bro. Hey, man, we got to mix this thing up, man. Hey, man. You feel what I mean? Find ways to get the balls to your get the football to your best player, you know what I mean, and let them make plays. Give them opportunities to make plays. It's 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 just I would say it's damaging mentally, bro, to sit and and, and see that we have we don't have an opportunity to, to compete offensively and that even when we do well defensively, at some point in time throughout the game it's just going it's gonna steamroll because they don't they can't be on the field for seventy, eighty plays. When the offense yeah. is just getting three and outs, bro. Yeah, and it also don't help when you on your you you bouncing back and forth between your second and third string quarterback. So it's like offensively, we'll go back going back to identity. We don't even have a captain on the offense. I don't even know who our leader on offense is. Do you? I honestly, I really, that's what I'm I really saying. The fact yeah. that we got to think about that. Boom! You before you be like boom, Kirk Cousins. Uh, uh, Hood, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, yep. guys? Like, I'm yep. not saying it gotta be the quarterback. 
You know what I'm saying? We had mm-hmm. Greg Jones. Mm-hmm. We had, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like guys Shoot, like had, that. So it's Jarrell Fowler, Worthy. You, had you know what I'm saying? You know, Benny you Fowler. Yeah. Tony Lippett. Yep. Tony Lippett for sure. You know what I'm saying? So so it's guys like I don't see any like like emotion like. But I know it's it's hard when we can't make plays and show emotion. But at the same time, it's like I don't see a leader, any any like emotional leader out there on offense. Like make a big play, come on, y'all, let's go get it. Like you see it in him. Like we say the eyes, you can tell in somebody's eyes, like when with whether they want it. And I'm not saying nobody these guys don't want it, but I'm just saying I don't see a leader out there, man, for our offense. Somebody's just gonna take charge because we got the young guys bouncing. It's hard at quarterback to come in and do that because mm-hmm. you don't know. If you're going to be in the next year, mm-hmm. so they can't come in and be like, mm-hmm. hey, you get over here. You're like, it's kind of like guys going to be like, bro, you're not even, you know what I'm saying? So we need to, whether it's a right guard, our center, our left tackle, uh, Carter, you know, one of the wide outs, somebody had to have to come out and just be a captain for our offense. At least when 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 we getting down on offense, we can't move the ball or we getting penalties, somebody get up and nut check everybody like, hey, come on, it's time. We got to lock in. Lock in and let's go. Like we had, we, we've always had a team that's had that on offense, and I'm not mm-hmm. really seeing that right now. Need that true Spartan dog that's gonna be able to, you know, like take reins of the, of the ship a little bit, and and we need that at every single position right now. And I mean, not bonehead penalties like we talked about earlier this year. Like Spencer Brown was, I mean, he almost, I think he got ejected from one game, and had he's had multiple uh, personal foul penalties throughout the year. And so not personality, things like that, where you're, you know, it's hurting your team and you're detrimental to the team, but finding true leaders that will be able to lift, uplift the guys when, you know, stuff gets rocky. And honestly, man, just continue to push the guys to fight, bro. Like, bro, you know us, man. We might have, we, we've taken some bad, we've had some bad games, you know what I mean, where we've got blown out. But there's been a, there's a distinct difference in, the way the score looked at the end compared to the amount of effort that we're putting forth on the football field, the amount of creativity that goes into that game plan. And even though things might not necessarily work out in our favor, it's some things throughout the game you always am like, oh, okay. Like, you know, Michigan State, I like that right there. I like that. I had, I, you know what I'm saying? And and you guys made plays. Like, I, I can honestly say that from the receiving court that I've played with to the even some of the guys that follow shortly afterwards in those 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 classes – Bro, they made plays, even even in tough games like that. And that's what I was saying. When, when you know, that's what you were saying earlier. If you a dog, be a dog then. You know, that's when the big players step up in the big, dang, big games. And, you know, going into the week, football is so tactical. People don't understand. Like, so when watching – I'm watching us run a play. Mm-hmm. And it just goes in – the ball goes in the dirt or the quarterback gets – or something happens. I'm like – People understand how much went into that one play right there. Like we 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 drew it, they drew it up. We went over, we walked through it. We probably walked through it multiple times. Then we ran it on the, during practice probably five times during the week. Then we walked through it again after before the game. So it's just like to see, you know, it's and like I said, all plays are different. Stuff happens in football, but it's just like the simple stuff is like do your job. Every man do his job. I'm not seeing that. I, I feel like we can't get one drive where everybody is just mm-hmm. it's in sync. Yep. In sync together. It's either a, you know, quarterback running for his life. Uh, we getting a drop ball. Mm-hmm. Running back can't get, get can't get past the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, we can't, I don't know. It's just, and like I said, I'm not trying to talk bad about anybody, but at the same time as we keeping it real, and I, I just don't see us in sync moving the ball down the field. And 
you know, I'm just me being a uh, a receiver, man. I love seeing the, seeing it fly, and I love yeah. seeing my yeah. wideouts get busy, man. And because we got some good wideouts, hurts. Because I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now. Fitzpatrick, two for twenty three. Our leading receiver. Leading receiver, Henry, three for eleven. Uh, Brown, one for twenty. Trey Mosley been out. Foster, my dog, one for eleven. You know, so it's just like, like we got we. What do we? What do we? All these plays we, we've been practicing all week. Are we? Are are we not executing them? It's not looking like it because I know we not. One, two, three, five, eight, nine, eleven, thirteen, thirteen, thirteen uh, completions. Yeah, but and that and that's the thing about it is. Like, even with freshman quarterbacks, I've seen I've seen the the attention to detail or the way they handle those quarterbacks at a much higher level. Why are we not moving the pocket? We supposed to pocket. technically have big offensive linemen that can move. They're agile. Our offensive line is not necessarily trash. I don't necessarily consider our offensive line at a at a bad point. Like I think that there's some really good players and young good players up there that have played well this past year. We don't move the pocket to give them, you know what I'm saying, to be comfortable. Um, I mean, we've run so many plays out of shotgun that you strategically just know what we're going to be doing because we don't motion. We don't be in a situation where we're trying to, you know, vary the sets and how they look. The receiver's alignment in multiple states, bro. I mean, we come out with that spread look. I mean, where's the motion? Where's the motion, guys, To from the slot? to You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many different dynamics that you're seeing in offenses nowadays. Like, if you want to run the slant arrow, I mean, you see guys running that Tariq heel motion to where the guy's running the slant, and then Tariq is either running that arrow or he's running a wheel on it. Like, we have guys in our wheelhouse that can do those things. Like, the creativity has to be there. Malik Carr would be in situations where he's manned up. Every time we get in the red zone, I would be in a situation where I'm putting him on the island. You know he's a basketball player. We have yet to see. We don't do those things. We're not creative with that stuff. And I would just say on defense, dude, I mean, Scott Hazleton went up to the booth, and yes, for a know. couple games there was some, you know, there was some change. But honestly, again, man, if the, if you it's it's all about the window dressing. If you're not giving us, you know, any window dressing, you're not giving the offense a win, any window dressing. That quarterback sit back there very calm. If he's looking at them safeties and they're naturally in their spaces, like he know whether or not they're gonna move here or move there, like he's calm. And that's what we create for a lot of the, our opponents is is that sense of calmness, like. Oh, okay, I can make one or two bad plays, but I know eventually I'm going to get these boys. Definitely. And speaking of the offensive scheme, you was talking about Hazleton, so does that fall on Jay Johnson? Because I feel like our offense our offense isn't – I feel like it's not updated. I feel like I feel like our offense is still wearing the tall tees, the 5X <laughs> tall tees. You know what I'm saying? We still wear Ed Hardy. Oh, like, yeah, Jabos. You know what I'm saying? The Jabos. Ed Hardy holographs, the Jabos. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, we're yeah. not you, – you watch you watching these – these teams, like I said, we cover these teams that's covered to our conference: the UCLA's, the Chip Kelly's, the the Washingtons, the mm-hmm. the uh, the USC's. Mm-hmm. So it's just like these high-powered offenses are coming to the Big Ten, and we're out here running a bland offense, no seasoning, just straight chicken, boiled just chicken. I can no feed my saison. dog. No saison. No saison. <laughs> no cilantro. Nothing. 
So it's just like I need some spice, some something, yeah. something on the offense. Like you said, some motions. Let me let me get a, a a jiggy motion. Let me come out the backfield, come in, come out, come yeah. in, hit me in the flat for a touchdown on some Tyreek stuff, or like you know, just something. It's not about playing the Canada, yeah, bro. We're doing all types of different motions. It's, it's stuff you can do, bro. It's, like you said, expose the matchups. We got guys that can expose players, but put them in the right position. Motion the guy over, bring him back. All right, his zone. QB, you know his zone. Hit the tight end over the middle. Boom, we here. Let's go. Move the chains. Let's go. It's just like, bro. And we so, got it. We got it. Bro, I'm with it's it, progressions, it, it, bro. It's progression football. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like are 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 our guys either not prepared for this or are we are are we not getting, you know what I'm saying, are guys ready for these type of games to put them in these positions? Like I I just don't really get it, bro. So this is the one thing though, BJ, I feel like you've been in that, that position before and as far as like learning new offenses or, you know, trying to figure something out if you have a bad game or two. The one thing I do notice is that when we used to go against you guys in practice, the the whole outlook would change. There would be more variety. There would be more sample sizing of things because at the end of the day, you want to see what works. And so, like, this is my challenge realistically for the coordinators is that, hey, man, go home, have a glass of wine, have your best glass of wine. All best right? glass. Sit yeah. your ass down and figure out how to be more strategic Give me more variety and put us in a position where our best players are matched up versus their best players and we're winning those positions. Because it don't it for me, it's gotta come down to a development standpoint now because on paper they say we top five or top three in the Big Ten as far as the recruits that we now have on our roster. Not guys that are coming in, but the guys we now have on our roster. There is no reason why we are not even doing backyard type of plays where we're getting our very best players matched up to where they can win and, and win those win those battles. And I and that and honestly right now from offense and defensive perspective it's beyond me. And that's what I'm saying. I remember you said it like week two or three. We need to test our artillery. This is a test and artillery game. And I feel like that came back to haunt us. It's a little it's come back to haunt us just mm -hmm. a little bit because I feel like we don't know what positions to put our players in. You know, but that game over with, man. We got a bad yeah. taste on our mouth. We need to get it out. All right, we got Indiana this week. All right, they're coming off of a overtime loss versus Illinois. All right, 45-8. to eight. So, you know, they're coming in still hungry, wanting to get a dub. Okay, so are we going there? I'm sorry. We going yeah, yeah, there? we need to get up. Yeah, we need going, to get up out the way. Yeah, yeah, get out, get out. We going out to Bloomington, man, Hoosierville. Mm -hmm. All right, so they're coming off that overtime loss. We coming off a. Of, they're coming off an emotional overtime loss. We're coming off of getting the doors blown off of us mm -hmm. once again. So we need to come out here, all right, handle our business. Like you said, move the ball down the field. We don't need super big plays. We just need efficiency. I know it sounds like a broken record, but that's all we're asking for is efficiency on offense and stop them on defense. And my, my question to you, Worth, real quick, defensively, is there any player on the defense – that you feel is an emotional leader? Uh, Malik Spencer will definitely be the emotional leader for me right now on defense. Um, Jordan Hall, he's a young freshman, bro, true freshman, playing hard. Uh, I definitely think he's an emotional leader as well. Um, I like Zion Young on the, on the defensive line too. Um, those are, I would say, at that, at that 
at each level, those are probably my emotional leaders because those are the ones I see that's most animated on the game. You know, you know, I would say uh, dapping up his tombo- his uh, his teammates, um, being in a situation where to show love, and so they're also the most vocal. I would say pre-game, pre-snap, not pre-game, but pre-snap, um, as far as like getting guys lined up, talking about whether the the tight ends on and off the ball. But I mean, at the end of the day, it, it takes a collective man. So I would give those those three my 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 emotional leaders. Yeah, I feel like we definitely got some some young guys that that can you know turn into big big players. As well, we got Mang- Mangum the DB. Mm-hmm. I like him out there. He's mm-hmm. he's been doing really well. Um, he's actually what top in the Big Ten in, in interceptions, I believe. Um, so it's I do have young I do boys. Got, yeah, they all young boys. I got high hopes for him, man. I, I really do. Um, but I do want to see – my challenge this week on offense is just to the offensive line. Um, I just want to – I want to see us getting some – because Nathan Carter is a good back. Nathan Carter can, can run the football. So I want to see y'all help my man out, get him, get him more than 52 yards. Man, 11 and 52 is crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It's crazy. So we got to – we got to – and like we said, that's, that's on him. That's that looks on him, but really that's an offensive line stat as well, those mm-hmm. rushing yards. So – we really need to uh, – I challenged the O-line this week versus Indiana. Um, like you said, they're coming off of that overtime loss versus uh, Illinois. And um, what I want to say is I feel like they had uh, – what they had? Illinois ran for 160 yards See? on them. All right, so our offensive line, I know we can get some push, okay, to their D-line, get up to those backers, man, and – let Carter get busy, man. I don't want to see Carter get busy this week. You know, we got we've been rotating quarterbacks. It's hard to get a rhythm. I know that being a receiver is hard to get a rhythm. I just ask, you know, receivers get with the QBs this week in the film room after practice. Go, you know, even if you got to walk through some routes, spot throw. You know, let's just let's just handle our business this week. But I do want to challenge the offensive line to uh, get my man Nathan Carter this week uh, busy this week. Who you got this week, Werv? Who you challenging? You already know. I said my challenge out earlier. Go up top. Shoot that. I don't oh, yeah. really have. So yeah, for me, man, you know, I think defensively, guys have been competing. I just, as a defensive lineman, if you keep seeing sending me straight up field and you don't, and I'm not stunting, I'm not running pass rush games. I'm not, you know, having us in different formations, different looks, bare front, three down, four down, you know, five down, like. At the end of the day, that's what creates the fun for me because when I break the huddle, I'm like, well, shoot, they're not going to get a beat on me. They're not, I'm saying, I'm not lining up in just a three technique the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Every single office alignment across that board got to get this work. And we mm-hmm. do, I, I like want, that. and that's the challenge that I will put to our coordinators. We have the players in house to get things done. We've had that stuff all year. I understand that we've had some, some, some hiccups as far as, you know, some guys making some bad decisions in an administrative role, but at the same time, in this in this role that you guys have now as a football player, like I challenge those coordinators to help our guys be the very best football players that they can be. Like not that same mantra crap that we've been preaching all night. I need genuine football players on Saturday afternoons showing up, being them dogs that we know, right, and being those ballers, those football players that they recruited, at the end of the day, that's my challenge, man. I got to, I got to challenge these coordinators. I like that. Hey, I got a question for you. A little off topic, but it's yeah. football still. So you know, D line is like my favorite position outside of like receiver, like D end. I love y'all be getting busy in there. I love it. And initially, yeah. it's the same moves, right? 
right initially right off the mm-hmm. ball mm-hmm. so my question to you is do y'all like how we are let's say i'm a i'm a i'm a x or i'm a z i'm on the outside right mm-hmm. and that would be like dn right right air, left air or something like that mm-hmm. compared to d line so do y'all be like hey man it's sweet in the slot when we when they go we go we go uh Five, why put me in the slot so I can give my man this work, this right guard, this work. Put, do you, y'all do that too? Y'all be doing, y'all be, y'all be talking like that. Oh yeah, because you know, in in certain situations, we had that little bear front where we lined up five versus five. It's everybody got their own guy, and mm. you'll see it in in most cases if you can really win and you can win early. Oh, we finding Waldo. We gonna find out who it is mm-hmm. on the line of scrimmage, and we lining our best guy up to Buddy. And at the end of the day, if he can't handle, like when we were playing with Will, you know, at the end of the day, Will Ghosting, I mean, Will had a phenomenal bull rush. And so if you a dude that couldn't, you know, anchor down, we're lining him up, you know what I'm saying, uh, mm-hmm. towards that guy, right? And we're creating that confusion. You know what I mean? For myself, if there was guys that didn't, you know, I would say get a quick punch and couldn't get their head up, you know what I'm saying, to see where that pass rush is coming from, like, we would line myself up to him because at the end of the day, I'm quick off the ball right now. So now Buddy can't handle that. You know what I'm saying? It's like like Westbrook in his prime, that Euro crazy. Bah, bah, I'm going oh, you, crazy. Oh, you was Westbrook you know what I'm well, listen, I hey, like listen. that. I like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in and out. Look, look, in and out burger. I'm going <laughs> – in and out burger. I'm telling you, bro. Oh, but it's just like I would say – you know, you got those matchups, bro, and you know at the end of the day, like, okay, bro, when I matched up on Buddy, I'm, hey, it, it's, I can do whatever I want. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, that's why I keep challenging our coordinators because I feel like we have these style of players, you know, in our wheelhouse, and I feel like at the end of the day, we're approaching things in a way that's so just militant, and we need to be thinking outside the box. Facts. I'm, I'm watching the game. I'm seeing Marvin Harrison in the slot, uh, uh, hitting us with the slant and the crib. I'm like, yo, why can't we just put a man in here on the on the safety and do the same thing? What are we doing, man? What's going on? We can't, you know. But hey, let's get it. We got the got Indiana this week. Enough of that last week. We got Indiana going to Bloomington, Hoosierville. Yeah. All right, where? Let me get let me get a prediction from you, bro. I, bro, I think we'll take this one. I'm gonna give us I'm gonna give us 24 to 17. Um, just because we're going on the road. But I honestly see one of our quarterbacks, you know, in order to end the year right, they got to have like a touchdown drive at some point. You know what I'm saying? And for a young boy, for the young boys that we do have, I think that, you know, whether it's, you know, Hauser or Levitt, you know, both seems to be, you know, willing to throw the ball down the field and then also Sam willing to run that thing. So at the end of the day, we got to see what's up, bro. Um, but I got us 24 to 17. 24 to 17. I like that. Um, I'm going to go. 21-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-
get that away. Spit in it. I'm not spitting in that. Get it out of my locker. <laughs> Hey, I want Paul. I want Paul Bunyan. You passed the collection, like just kept going. Look, you just in yeah. There, like, I, I, I didn't even touch it. I said, I said, I'll leave. <laughs> but nah, man. I'm a, uh, yeah, so I go us twenty one twenty brass platoon. We bringing it home or keeping it home. Um, yeah, man. And that's my prediction. That's all I got for you. All we got. Yeah. Anything? Any last words, worth? Hey, so next week I'm thinking. We might try to find somebody to have on the show, work uh, work that way out, man, as we go into these final weeks. Um, and sure. then also, man, I want to start getting to a point where we start to discussing uh, our our next head coach um, because obviously, you know, they're going to move mm. on at some point from HB. Um, and I think that I think Harlan deserves an opportunity to still stick around in some capacity because he's created some dogs out there on them islands. And so I mm-hmm. think, you know, he should definitely be around in a, in a definitely a, a leadership role. Um, but honestly, bro, we got to start talking about who we'll bring in because, you know, I think personally, bro, this is going to be the biggest decision in Michigan State history, especially with the changes that we got coming down the way. Hey, you heard you heard the man. He ready to talk. He ready to talk that turkey for that next head coach. I yes, like sir. it. I like it. All right, man. So this is our episode. We're going into Indiana, into Bloomington, Hoosierville next week. We'll check y'all after the game. I'll holla at y'all. Peace. Go green. Why?